Welcome back to the Education Technology Podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Taylor Standridge. I always love getting to talk to people that are not just thought leaders, but they're also just actively changing the industry that they're in. And that's exactly what Matt Newpin is doing with his company, Insert Learning. He is the CEO as well as the co-founder of this company, and he is actively changing how the classroom operates in our modern schools. So Matt, it's a real honor to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm excited. Thank you. Well, Matt, I want to start off by saying that um, I'm really fascinated by what you guys do at Insert Learning. I kind of want to see if you could expand more on what it is. Essentially, I I want to explain to our listeners that it is a a Google Chrome extension that allows the internet to be sort of turned into an interactive lesson. And for years, I've been wanting teachers to do this because I mean, the internet's been out for so long and I feel like we haven't really been utilizing it as much. And now you're doing exactly that. Can you kind of tell us a little bit more about what insert learning can do for the classroom? I think you just, <laughs> I think you summarized it perfectly there. Yeah. Well, I mean, really the idea for insert learning, I mean, it, it came from exactly what you were saying. Um, but yeah, it's, it lets teachers take, build upon all of the information that's out there because really it is just that it's like all of the information that a teacher would need for a lesson exists on the internet. And so this whole idea of like textbooks and all this prepackaged curriculum I mean, that made sense way back in the day before you had the internet and trying to get this information, it, it would take a lot of work. But now we have all this access to all this information. But the problem is, is that the vast majority of it isn't what I call student ready. And that, you know, to really make this a lesson that my students are going to understand, I have to, you know, find all these different ways to be able to take this information and now reword it or, you know, have it connect with whatever our learning objectives are. And that's what insert learning does. It lets you just take that information that's on the internet and use it in place and then put in those lesson elements like the questions or adding in videos or additional information or even just breaking text up with um, guiding questions so that the students can actually understand what that information is um, so then so that they're successful in in understanding what the what it is. Um, you've tailored it so that it fits your students needs better. So if you need to define a word now you can do that. Um, but then a big part of it too, is just of, you know, getting people and students comfortable with this idea of like, this is how you learn today. Like you learn by finding information and it's on a whole variety of different websites. And that's something that I think is really important that, you know, if you're using a textbook, you're not teaching students, you're not teaching people that you need to go to a variety of different websites to get a full picture of um of the world that's around us because you're just giving it to them all from one spot and so you're you're you know not only are you know it's right so, so you're you're making the world of all this information more accessible for your students but you're also building up some really important life skills um about finding information from multiple sources well yeah, i absolutely love that just because in the standard education people are so um they're so stuck in their ways as far as you know we need to do it this way and this way but you know the culture around us in innovating so I kind of want to know how you kind of came around this idea. I know that you've been teaching science in high school for over 10 years, and you even have uh, some background in web page development. What kind of led this idea from the ground up? Um, yeah, so I, I have a background in chemistry, and then I did my student teaching, and that went horribly, so, so I didn't want to go into teaching. So <laughs> I got a job as a chemist, and then I really sucked at that job. So then I went and I got a job as a front-end web programmer because it was just something that was interesting. And... You know, so that kind of what was helpful there is that that gave me a good understanding of what's possible. So I didn't know how I would make a tool like Insert Learning, and I still don't have those skills. Um, you know, our other co-founder Ben is the person that you know he understood how to pull these things together. Um, 
but it's, you know, after I was working as a front end web programmer for a couple of years, um, then I was ready to go back into teaching and I got a job at a charter school in Minnesota and they were just kind of like, Hey, you know, it was a small charter school of about 50 students. And there's like, we got this grant for all these brand new computers that all these beautiful iMacs and they had absolutely no curriculum. And it was my first year teaching. And so literally their thing was, we don't have any books, but we have these computers and the internet. So therefore all the information that you need is available. And, and as a first year teacher, you spend an outrageous amount of time just trying to fit, like, just trying to keep your head above water. And I found myself spending so much time just rewording and reworking existing stuff that's out there. And I tried annotation tools, you know, that exist and, you know, and different things, but it just wasn't giving me exactly what I needed. And I was like, man, if I could just add questions to websites, it'd be simple. Like I could just give a current events news article and embed a couple of questions and I mean, I'm ready to go then. I wouldn't have to spend hours trying to create all this other stuff or creating presentations. Um, and so I had that idea when I first started teaching um, and I thought for sure somebody would make it and then nobody made it. And, and so then years later, um, I ended up going to an event called Startup Weekend EDU in the Twin Cities with a couple of other teachers I was working with. And I pitched this idea of, and so these Startup Weekends, it's a one weekend thing to kind of like the experience of starting up a business. And most people don't continue with it. It's a fun thing to do over the weekend. You learn a lot. Um, but I pitched the idea of adding questions to websites. And we ended up winning first place and it was completely unexpected. And we kind of like kept going from that. Like that kind of like gave us the momentum of like, hey, like this is this is a good idea. We should keep going. And so we, you know, had our, you know, can we finalize our team and kept going. Um, and it was called Docent EDU at the time. And then we renamed Insert Learning about a year ago. Um, and then that's just kind of like, as we've been going, it's, we've been hearing a lot from teachers that it's been kind of the same thing of like our original goals of just that, yeah, like, I just need a way to be able to tailor the internet to my students' needs. And, and that's, and that's really it. And, but teachers have been doing a whole range of different ways that they'll use insert learning on different text sources and stuff. And, um, and that's been really exciting to see what they do. Well, I, I think it's definitely appropriate that students are expecting more interactive content and more relative, uh, relevant information. And so, uh, I, I know that you're seeing it because you made a Chrome extension for it. Uh, the Chromebooks are taking over the classroom. So can you kind of tell us um, kind of what you're seeing as far as the uh, the education technology industry, what that's what that's looking like this past year? I know that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of inclusion of artificial intelligence and gamification. Can you kind of expound more on that? Yeah. So the with the Chromebooks, that was kind of like a, you know, when we started insert learning about three years ago that was like the new up and coming thing. <laughs> and it made sense that we were just like, okay, this is Chromebook seemed to be perfect. And as a teacher, you know, using a windows computer that can take like 10 minutes to update and actually boot up is a nightmare in class uh, when you've got students that need to get work done. And so Chromebooks were just like, this is, this is magic. This is exactly what teachers need. And they're super cheap. It doesn't matter if I can't run a bunch of stuff, everything's on the internet. And so we really kind of placed our, our, bets on that of like Chromebooks were going to take over more and more than they have. And so even when we started with insert learning, it's been funny because initially we were having a little bit of a tough time finding enough schools that had a need for insert learning. But since we like initially started it to now, you know, there were a lot of schools at the beginning where they were just getting Chromebooks or they were looking at it, but now they've had two years of experience or a full year of experience with Chromebooks. And they're ready for something like insert learning. So it's been fun because we're like right at that cusp of where 
schools are going completely one-to-one and they've got the budgets and the technology to actually do that. And now enough experience to be able to utilize a tool like insert learning. Cause that still is a challenge of like, you know, insert learning, it's, it's a very straightforward, simple tool, but there's pedagogical changes because, you know, to be able to switch to doing online compared to like a more traditional, um, like, you know, lecture based teaching. Um, and so it's been really interesting. Other tools, <clears throat> um, you know, at the same time, a lot of things like artificial intelligence, um, and machine learning and things like that kind of going into it and gamification, they get a lot of buzzwords. Um, or those are the big buzzwords and they get a lot of attention. And I think that's going to be a really interesting thing. Um, cause people even ask us, there's like, oh, is there any kind of like artificial intelligence for generating lessons? And, um, we've pur- purposely kind of shied away from that because we think the magic is still in the teachers creating lessons specifically for their students. Cause you know, I think artificial intelligence of having something where it automatically formulates tests for students. So if you want to do some sort of formative assessment to get an understanding of what are the students, what's their current knowledge level and what things do they need to work on, man, if you can give me a system that's just going to figure that stuff out and then spit out some results to me as a teacher and tell me, hey, your students really need to be able to, they need these skills or they need, they're lacking in this knowledge and then I'll craft some lessons around that. That's going to make my life great and it's going to make my students, you know, learning experience much more enjoyable because they don't feel like things are above their head or they're just wasting their time. But I also see a lot of stuff of this idea of almost like artificial intelligence playing the role of replacing teachers. And I think that's a, a scary thing, not because of a job security standpoint, but it's the, um, I was talking with one person, um, at a conference of where they're kind of like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like replace teachers. You've got, you've got teachers, computers can just simply replace them and give students things that are tailored to their needs and their interests. And, I don't think that'll ever happen. I don't think any computer can get to that because it really is that personal connection that's important. Um, and that's where insert learning kind of fits in of, you know, giving teachers what they need to then connect with their students. Cause that's the magic moment, right? Like, you know, you think back to your, your high school career, it's never about like, you know, well, sometimes it's about lesson, right? But it's connected with a teacher in some way. There might have been some lesson that you really connected with. And, a, and that was because the teacher was able to present it in a way that fit for you, or there was something just that, you know, some relationship that you had with the teacher. And that was a really important thing. And I think that's where it's, you know, how can we have technology help teachers play an important, you know, continue playing an important role in their students' lives in schools? That's what I think is really exciting. So with artificial intelligence helping teachers do that, and tools like insert learning, where you can craft a lesson that's more specific to your students' needs, that's really exciting to me. Um, and I think gamification also is going to really fit big into that of helping teachers kind of, you know, take that role of instead of being, I'm going to lecture you and just simply spoon feed you information. It's the, you know, making that learning process more fun and a little bit more interactive, um, I think is going to be a huge thing for changing the way that students are approaching learning, especially as, you know, we get used to more and more of just learning on the internet on our own as adults. That's completely changing the way we learn. So it's important to kind of get students, you know, comfortable with that and understanding how to be successful on their own. Right, exactly. And and just with something like insert learning, I know that there's constantly uh, things that you're looking out for to innovate. So as you're making text more interactive and you're trying to make things more relevant to professional development instead of just retaining just certain information that's going to be on exams, uh, what are you working on that you currently can mention? Um, 
with insert learning that you're innovating? Like, what are you seeing that you guys are changing in the future? Um, we're working on some features that's going to make that whole learning process more social um, and going beyond the classroom. Um, <laughs> we we always kind of thought of like, hey, like insert learning would be great for professional development or even for companies or small teams of people to be able to kind of share and discuss articles, um, right? Because we all kind of get articles emailed to each other. And we kind of had that on our road, you know, on our list of features or things that we need to do, but just, you know, it's always kept getting pushed farther and farther out. But we've been hearing from a lot of a lot of tech integration specialists at schools that they're actually using insert learning to do professional development with their teachers. So instead of just emailing an article or, hey, I'm going to print out this article and let's all read this for 15 minutes and then we'll discuss, they're using insert learning and it. it's much more interesting for the people reading it. And then for the person that, you know, you're sharing this article, it's so much more insightful to be able to see what are people commenting on? What are the discussion questions? But then also as a person sharing it, you know, instead of just simply me giving you this like three page article, you know, they're embedding discussions and adding in videos and like, hey, this is, I want us to really focus on this paragraph because this is how I see it connecting with what we're doing currently in school. Um, and so the people, the teachers that are reading it, it's tailored to them. And then the, <coughs> the administrators, when they're sharing it out, they're kind of getting their points across. And so we're really kind of excited about that of like taking what's working for in, with insert learning in the classroom and bringing it outside to what adults are doing now um, and kind of seeing where that goes. Cause it's, I think there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of potential to improve the internet of what's already out there. Well, yeah, I definitely see what you're talking about. Just I know certain students that are coming out of high school and they don't have the necessary skills to function normally as an adult. And I know that transition is hard enough, but uh, I definitely think that we could be doing more. And teachers are teaching their hearts out and they might not even know this technology exists. So um, just looking at the future, are you seeing the physical textbooks? Do you just see them kind of wasting away and kind of moving toward more of a complete digital approach? I do. Um, and it's, it's not so much, I guess my, my problem with textbooks as an educator, um, and as a, as a parent now isn't about, it's not, it's not because of the fact that it's like, it's a physical thing or because it doesn't have, doesn't have video and stuff. You know, there's a lot of value in just having like a physical thing, you know, a physical book that you're reading. Um, but it's the, you know, yeah, I, I, I do kind of hope that like textbooks are on the way out and I think they absolutely are. Um, because it has to be more flexible. It has to be something where it can continue to stay relevant. Um, and I think that's one of the big problems is that you, you print out a textbook and you're just mass producing this thing. And, you know, so if you're, you, there, it, it's a one size fits all approach to education. That's what a textbook is. It has to be in order to even make money off of the textbook. Um, but once you make these things digital and you no longer are stuck to this massive 400 page thing of information, Teachers have the flexibility now and the freedom to, you know, pick and choose what's going to work for their students. And even if they're working from some sort of digital textbook, which again, I, from the digital textbooks I've seen, they're just trying to recreate physical textbooks, but throwing in video. And I think that's just missing the mark altogether. Um, you know, it's, it's about making learning more individualized, more specific and tailored to that classroom and to those students. What are their needs? What are their interests? And you can't do that with a, with a textbook, whether it's digital or whether it's physical. It's just you got to be able to start putting these things together from the, all the right pieces for your, for your class. 
Yeah, I definitely I definitely agree. Looking at it, you can't just put a digital version of something and expect it to work completely new. Um, I mean, you got to change the complete approach to the content of the textbook and and change the the whole approach to learning or, or, or else you're going to come up with the same results. So I definitely love what you guys are doing. Um, Matt, thank you so much for joining the show today. Just looking ahead for our listeners, if they want to learn more about insert learning or more uh, following you as a thought leader in the industry, is there like a LinkedIn page or a blog or something that we can follow you on? Um, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. I think I'm the only uh, Matt Newpin out there. Um, and then my, my Twitter profile is just simply Matt Newpin. Um, and then also you can find us then on insertlearning.com. All right, Matt. Well, I really appreciate you joining the show. And it's always an honor having people like you that are changing the industry. And ultimately, you're shaping the future because you're you're plugging into the the future generation's minds and you're you're getting them to learn things in a, in a better manner. And I, I really look forward to seeing companies like Insert Learning, you know, change the classroom altogether. So, Matt, thank you so much for just sharing what you guys are doing. All right. Thank you very much. Once again, that was Matt Newpin from Insert Learning. And if you want to find out more about what he's doing with Insert Learning, you can go to their website, insertlearning.com. You can also follow him on LinkedIn and Twitter at Matt Newpin. That's Newpin, N-U-P-E-N. And you can also follow us at marketscale.com. And you can find all the latest podcasts that we're doing about education technology. All you got to do is go to our website, marketscale.com, scroll down to the bottom and click the tab. We've got tons of blogs, news minutes, just about industry updates. And of course, podcasts just like this, where we're interviewing people like Matt Newpin who are actively changing the industry for the better. So until next time, I'm your host, Taylor Standridge. We'll see you next time. 